Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to episode 110. I hope you're having a really fun day because you never want to underestimate the importance and the power of having fun. And you know what I think is fun? Social media should be fun. Too often, I see women making social media overwhelming. And if you have that feeling, you're not alone. But after hearing this episode, I hope you'll have the tools to reduce those overwhelming feelings on social media and have more fun. My guest today is Andrea Jones who has built an online business committed to empowering business owners to utilize the power of social media in a more positive and impactful way without being overwhelmed or feeling drained by it. Andrea Jones is the host of the acclaimed podcast, Savvy Social Podcasts, and she leads a done-for-you service inside her marketing agency and serves hundreds of students in her membership, Savvy Social School. Enjoy our conversation. Hi, Andrea. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me on the show. What foundational elements should business owners consider before starting their social media marketing strategies? There are two things that I suggest business owners think about before starting their social media strategies. Uh, The first one is to really understand their relationship with social media. And what I mean by that is really understand personally how they want to use social media, how they want to show up but also understand the the place that social media has within their business. So how does it function as a role of their marketing department? So for some business owners, especially if you have low-cost products, uh, people buy directly from social media, so it can be the bottom of your funnel. For some people, they you know have viral videos, so it's the top of their funnel. Uh, but for a lot of us, especially if we're in the service-based industry or we're a coach or consultant, our um, social media serves as the middle of the funnel. So people find us, follow us on social media, engage with us, learn who we are, what we're all about, and then take that next step towards becoming a client or customer. And so when we think about the role that social media has in our business and the role that it plays in our business, it'll help us understand who we're talking to and where they are in their sales journey as they're engaging with us on social media. So once you kind of understand that, the next thing is to really understand how to speak to that um, target audience. So really diving into their, uh, like, so really diving into what they're all about. Who are they? What do they want? And what transformation are they looking for? And really focusing in on that transformation is key here. So thinking about what they are feeling before working with you and how they want to feel after. How can business owners measure their success on their social media campaigns? I love this question because I think sometimes it's so easy to look at the surface of uh, metrics, the surface of success, and look at things like followers. Uh, But when we think about really what makes social media campaigns successful, it's understanding that customer journey. It's understanding what happens next when a customer lands on your social media pages. 
So if you are looking for sales, then obviously that would be one measure of success. But like I mentioned earlier, a lot of us are in this middle of the funnel place. So our social media serves as a way to warm up potential leads. So that means we're looking at other metrics. So some of my favorite ones are impressions. So how many people are actually seeing your post? Sometimes this is called reach. That's number of people. Uh, The impressions is number of times. So sometimes that is the same. Sometimes impressions can be higher. Um, Another thing to look at is profile visits. So on a platform like Instagram, for instance, we're talking all the time about go to our bio, click the link in our bio. Well, are people actually doing that? Are they actually going over to your profile? So you can look at this on the post level, but you can also look at this on the profile level as well. Um, So just really taking a look at all of the metrics that can um, be impactful for you. And then lastly, looking at things like website clicks or link clicks, Um, really making sure that, you know, if if social media is the middle of your funnel, are people taking those next steps? So for me, for instance, it's making sure that people are signing up for my lead magnets. They're signing up for my free course. They are listening to my podcast. Those are the things that make the most difference for me. Um, The last thing I'll say on this topic about measuring success is to make sure that you are measuring success based on the intent of your content. So sometimes our content, the intent of it is to get engagement. We want likes, we want comments, but sometimes the intent is for people to go somewhere else and sign up for something. So when you're trying to see if a post is successful, make sure you understand what were you trying to get from that post initially, and then go from there. What are the top three types of content we should be creating? So there are three different types of content pieces that are working really well right now, and it kind of aligns with what I mentioned earlier, which is the intent of the post. So the first type is promotional content. So this is the type of content where you are asking someone to go do something. And if you're auditing your social media accounts and you're like, hey, I'm not getting enough people to sign up for our lead magnet, well, how often are you talking about it? So making sure you're mixing that in and then you're measuring success by are people clicking the link in the profile? Are they clicking over to the website? The second type of content is engagement content. So we really want to encourage community participation. And the reason that this is so powerful is twofold. The first is that we want to have a two-way conversation. Social media uh, has the unique opportunity for business owners to communicate back and forth. So it's not like you are shouting at your ideal client or customer. You're encouraging a dialogue. Um, The second reason that that is super important is that the algorithm, that machine that runs social media, loves engagement. It is one of their indicators of success. If they see people liking and commenting on your post, it signals to them that that post is important and they will show that post to more people. So we've got promotional content, we've got engagement content. And the third content type that I want business owners to really focus in on creating is um, share-worthy content, share-worthy content. So this is the type of content where not only does someone see it and they want to participate, but they want to share it with the people they know. They want to text it to their girlfriend. They want to DM it to their biz bestie. They've got to share it. It's that impactful. And when we think about the kinds of content people share, it's not typically the personal story. It's not typically um, a selfie. It's, a, it's typically maybe a quote 
or an infographic or something that is a little less personalized in, in the sense that you you don't have too much information about the person who's posting it, but it's so personalized to that target demographic. They read the post, they see it, they see themselves in it. Um, and so it's really focused on that person's journey, their challenges, and what they want at the end of the day. So that shareworthy content um, maximizes your reach because if people start sharing your content, then your workload is drastic cut down. So it's not you talking about you all the time. It's your potential clients and customers talking about you. And you've just dramatically increased how many people can discover you. Please tell us a little more about the difference between promotional content and conversion content. Oh, I love this question because I do think that As business owners, sometimes when we think about promoting, we really center it on ourselves. So we we say, you know, here's my product. It's a group coaching program. It has, you know, monthly coaching calls. There's a course. There's a workbook. Um, and it costs this much. And I think as anyone that just sounds like more work, right? It's like, I don't want to sit through a coaching call. I don't want to have to fill out a workbook or watch a course. Okay, so I just want the solution. Conversion content is solution focused. So it's really focused in on helping that individual understand what solution you provide for them, really tapping into their feelings. And I talked about this earlier, this idea of, you know, what are they feeling before they work with you and how do they want to feel after? Um, And so one of my favorite exercises for this is on a piece of paper, right, before on one side, after on the other, and list out all of those feelings. And you'll have so many social media posts ready and available for you to talk about those feelings. So an example would be, If you are a bookkeeper, you can talk about how you collect receipts. You could talk about how you put things in certain categories, but all of that sounds like work to me. What I want is clarity. What I want is the confidence to know that somebody's handling this. That's not a checklist. That's a feeling. And so tapping into those feelings can really help you produce more of that conversion content. Thank you for that reminder. Do you have any other content ideas for social media that we absolutely don't want to miss out on? One of my favorite things to do with social media content is to actually start repurposing it and recycling it, but using some of the trending features. And I'm seeing this right now on things like Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts and even Twitter threads where you can take some of your top performing content and post it again in a new format. And if you're a business owner, especially if you've been doing this for more than a year, you'll find that you're, you're saying the same things over and over again, you're doing the same things, you've got a running thread in how you do your work. And so this is where the magic comes in. It's kind of like, you know how you have those commercials where you somehow know the lawyer's phone number, like you can sing it? It's kind of like that version for your business. So you've got your jingle. You've got your thing that you say that's so memorable and you've said it one way in a post, but now we want to bring it into a video or now we want to bring it to post in a different way, like a carousel post or a story. And so when we're thinking about social media, yes, it's hard work to get started, but on that maintenance mode, you're going to find that you are saying some of the same things over and over again. And that's a good thing. That's how you stick in people's minds and help them remember what you're all about. I don't know about you, 
but I have not, I don't remember what I saw yesterday. Like I don't go on social media going, oh, I saw this post yesterday and I remember what it said. Not really. So when you're writing your post, remember that nobody's memorizing all of that content. You can bring back the same concepts. You can bring back the same stories. Just add a fresh perspective by utilizing some of the platform's new features. That is so, so true, Andrea. We remember those billboards that has those accident lawyers on only because we drove by those billboards like a million times, right? So now we come down to the all-important question, how can business owners manage social media without being overwhelmed? One of the best ways to manage social media without being overwhelmed is to kind of look at it from a time perspective. And I like to use an analogy here for this. So if you were going to work out at the gym for the first time, you wouldn't just jump right into like 100 pound weights, right? You wouldn't just start lifting something super heavy. You'd, If you're anything like me, you'd probably be on like five or 10 pound weights, right? So when we think about social media, sometimes we think that we should be at 100 pounds and we really pressure ourselves to lift that much weight. And then we wonder why we feel so exhausted, so out of place, so burnt out, et cetera, et cetera. So As business owners, I want us to think about that five or 10 pound weight version of managing your social media. So oftentimes this is time-based. So for a lot of my clients and students, I recommend spending one hour a week creating your social media content. That's it, one hour a week. That's your five or 10 pound prescription from your coach. Um, And you can always build on that in the future. You can add on more time, maybe shift other responsibilities to other people on your team. But typically that one hour a week is a relief and you will build up the skill set. Posting on social media is a skill set. You will build up a skill set to be able to do that consistently. But if you're not there yet and you try it, you're just going to exhaust yourself. And this is where we get, you know, that week where we posted five times and then the next week we posted once and the week after that we just didn't even post at all. It's because we're tired, right? So, you know, give yourself that grace to be able to learn the new skill. Absolutely. Baby steps, batch work, consistency, all these things will add up to amazing results. Where can our listeners find you at, Andrea? Yeah, so I am online Drea everywhere, onlinedrea.com. My favorite platform is Instagram. You can find me at onlinedrea. And um, if you're interested in kind of hearing more about my approach to social media, you know, we talked a lot about content today. Maybe you want to learn about growth or measurements. Check out my free course. It's onlinedrea.com slash free. Um, and I've got some, some goodies in there, like some templates and swipe files and things that will really help you get started. So that's onlinedrea.com slash free. Thank you, Andrea. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 